avizandum. In Scots law, this term describes the careful consideration given by the judge before an important decision. Join me each week as we explore various topics from a spiritual perspective and take matters avizandum. When I first arrived in the United States, I was surprised to learn how Americans love celebrities. Before coming to America, I'd always thought that with America's focus on equal opportunities for everyone, there would be less fascination with celebrities. Now, I should say that we Scots go to the other extreme. In Scotland, the national pastime is bursting someone's balloon. If we think someone is getting a bit inflated with their own ego, we like to bring them quickly down to ground level. So, pomposity, focusing on titles, Giving honour where honour is due is not a strong point of Scots. We don't give many compliments and we don't expect to receive many. So if someone is receiving too much attention and perhaps getting a bit proud, we like to deflate them. Now, I'm not saying that's a good feature. In many uh, aspects, it's not, particularly from a Christian standpoint. What I'm doing is simply explaining how the two cultures differ in this regard. Let me give you an example. Goody and I first came to the United States so I could attend Dallas Theological Seminary. I remember my first time on the campus of Dallas Seminary. I had been asked to give a short testimony at the welcome service for the new students. But first, I was told, I had to speak to someone who worked for John Walvert, who was then the president of the seminary. Going on campus for the very first time, I remember seeing a sign, the office of the president. I thought, you must be kidding, a president? This is a seminary. Seemed a bit over the top. I'm a graduate of Edinburgh University in Scotland, which is a much bigger and a much older institution than Dallas Seminary, and there the head of the university is simply called the principal. I was soon to meet President John Walvert, and indeed sat next to him at the event of welcoming the first-year students. I could see that even the faculty held him in a bit of awe. I was a little disconcerted that he didn't seem particularly chatty when I tried to engage him in conversation before coming up with him to the platform. Now, I had great respect for John Walvert. I was to learn he was a great leader of Dallas Seminary, a very astute theologian, a very kind man. And during my time at Dallas Theological Seminary, I got to know him and uh, loved the man, a wonderful person and a great leader. But I had to learn that Americans love celebrities. We have many celebrities in the evangelical world. They are often pastors of large churches who write books, give seminars, speak at conferences, and pass on their wisdom on church growth techniques. It seems that once you're known as a celebrity, you can give the most banal, shallow, and even unbiblical opinions, and many will embrace the views as if they came down from heaven. They come from the voice of the celebrity. I thought of all of this from a biblical perspective. While we are to respect people's academic and career successes, we are never to worship them, never to fawn over them with obsequious praises and certainly not regard them as the authority. The ancient Bereans in the book of Acts didn't accept what Paul and Silas said without examining the Scriptures daily to see if these things were so. A very good procedure. 
in the church of Corinth in the first century, there was a tendency to follow celebrities. I follow Paul. I follow Apollos. I follow Cephas and so on. Paul writes, what then is Apollos? What is Paul? He doesn't even say, who is Paul or who is Apollos? He says, what then is Apollos? What is Paul? His answer, servants through whom you believed as the Lord assigned to each. How marvelous. Paul clearly is an outstanding apostle of Jesus Christ. Apollos is an able expositor. But Paul is emphasizing that they're merely servants. That is the Lord's servants through whom you believed. We must never glorify any man or woman. There should be no gurus or groupies in the Christian life. That's a sign of immaturity. Our Lord taught that whoever would be great among you must be your servant, and whoever would be first among you must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. The disciples of Jesus were arguing who was the greatest. They desired privilege, position, power for themselves. But our Lord is teaching them and us that in the kingdom of God, the greatest is the servant, the lowest is the highest. And Jesus, the Son of Man, who came to serve, is the supreme example and the motivation for our servanthood. So the next time you hear some pious pontification from a Christian celebrity, remember, it's only the voice, only the opinion of a man or a woman. Examine what they say against Scripture. Certainly continue to give honor to whom honor is due, but let's not forget that they are only servants through whom we believe. All of the glory and all of the praise goes to our Lord Jesus Christ. Avizendum. You're listening to the weekly Avizandum podcast from The Verdict, featuring Pastor John Monroe. John is senior pastor at Calvary Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. Listen to John's daily program, The Verdict, on broadcast radio or major podcast platforms. For more information about The Verdict ministry, visit us online at calvarychurch.com slash theverdict.